This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Welcome to Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Tommy. And I'm Addie. And you're listening to Series 8, Episode 8, Conflict of Interests. And let's start it off with an announcement. If you listened to last week's announcements, you guys already know that we are doing a giveaway to celebrate the 200 plus people that like us on our Facebook page, Essential NPCs. We're giving away two Wormwood Dice Vaults, which are awesome. Uh, They either hold one polyhedral dice set or enough shadow run dice for your dodge pool, (laughs) as long as you're not a Sammy. So uh, they are awesome. I use mine all the time, and we are so excited to be giving them away to two of our lucky listeners. To enter, all you have to do is be one of those 200 plus people who like our Facebook page and then comment on either last week's episode, A Gilded Cage, or this week's episode. Uh, If you already commented on last week's episode, you don't need to comment again unless you really want to. It doesn't double enter you, but we always love to hear what you guys think. The deadline for entry is... Monday, July 30th. We will announce the winners during Words with the GM on July 31st, the following Tuesday. Uh, so don't delay. Comment on either this week's episode or last week's episode to enter and have your chance at winning one of these beautiful Wormwood Gaming Dice Vaults. And that's all the announcements we have this week. So uh, let's move on into Words with the GM. Hello. Hello, GM. Hello. This Words with the GM Hello. is about Series 8, Episode 7, A gilded cage. A perfect example of how sometimes splitting the party doesn't result in tragedy. (laughs) (laughs) The four of you split to cover both your goals at the same time, uh, which I think was a smart play. And honestly, I think everyone did a great job. And uh, it was a ton of fun seeing Jack Samar and Oko kind of do a little espionage buddy cop uh, (laughs) routine uh, to get their hands on some financial records. Um, Though, you know, they didn't do it flawlessly. In fact, uh, I'm pretty sure Oko rolled a couple threat and a despair uh, during that scene when he was trying to copy the files discreetly, which led to an interesting GM decision on my part, which was to have the results of that threat and despair happen off screen somewhere. In this system, players and GMs are encouraged to collaborate on the effects of threats, advantages, triumphs, and despairs. To fit my GMing style a little bit and to streamline for the podcast, uh, a lot of times during these episodes, I kind of take my idea and kind of run with it unless the players speak up and say, ooh, I want to use my advantages for this, or is it possible the Triumph could let me achieve this? Uh, and then usually I, uh, I do my best to go with what they're saying. But that's just my GMing style. I've also played this system with other GMs and having a, kind of a table discussion of what would be the most interesting way for things to shake out with advantages and triumphs and such is tons of fun. But that doesn't mean that everything always has to be upfront and visible all the time. Uh, sometimes, even in that kind of GMing situation for this system, the GM could say, I have an idea for what a despair or I have an idea for what a triumph could be. But 
you know, it's something you guys wouldn't see happening or something like that. And that's totally fine because it, it builds tension either way because nothing puts players on edge more than them rolling something bad and you saying everything seems to go just fine. <laughs> As we've mentioned before in previous words with the GM, it's always a good idea to have a kind of general idea of what's going on beyond the scope of what the player characters can see and interact with. You know, there's a a world around them that is living and there's characters in this world that are either working with or against the players to achieve things in the background where the players can't actually see things happening. Uh, And this trick can be used also if you're not 100% sure what you want the results of a particularly bad or particularly good role to be. Uh, You can say, ah, yes, something happens in the background and have a general idea of what that is, uh, but then flesh it out later uh, and it makes you as the GM look like you are really good at planning things. (laughs) The one thing I would say, though, is the spirit of the system is definitely for uh, the results of most roles to affect the scene that they're in directly and relatively immediately. Uh, The whole concept of the threat, advantage, despair, triumph uh, system is that every scene is dynamic and constantly changing and shifting. Uh, So you don't want to lean too heavily on this and make it so every threat and every despair is something that happens further down the line. It, it, It walks away from the system's attempt to make every, every single die roll incredibly dynamic and engaging. The other thing that let Tommy really use the, the despair off screen was that we were, in a period in the campaign where we were doing more social interactions. So there is a lot more stuff going on behind the scenes. If we were fighting our way through a facility or something, then um, that despair not going off immediately is um, sort of weird and, and might pull, might have pulled focus, but because it's, you know, kind of an intrigue block of episodes, uh, it definitely felt natural for that despair to be like banked to build the tension but that's enough about despairs i want to hear about something happy what what was your favorite part uh my favorite part was definitely brunch with justicar okia (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't necessarily planned it just kind of was uh was born out of the need for me as a gm pacing wise uh to have you have a meeting with justicar okia relatively early in the morning where she kind of rushes into a confrontation with jaco uh in a normal home game i might have let the whole poking and prodding at Okia until she confronts Jaco continue on for a very long time, but that really only engages Elkiri, and we also only have so much time in an episode. I really wanted to like kind of get to that moment before we ended the session. Uh, and so I was like, I need Okia soon. I need her to be willing to uh, run along with this idea that's been planted in her head. And so I was like, what if she was a little tipsy at brunch? <laughs> and, uh, and that just kind of resulted in this hilarious moment at the end where it was almost like ha- like talking about a breakup with like a bad boyfriend. <laughs> where, let's not even talk about him. He's not even worth the stress. Let's just enjoy each other's company and just forget all about him. Uh, which I thought was like a really fun like <laughs> sign off on that, on that arc. Uh, so that was my favorite part. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that scene. So I'm glad that you enjoyed it. What about you? What was your favorite part? 
my favorite part is really simple. I just love um, Jack Samar's like like employee record CV thing where it's uh, all the like random facts that just kept on popping up. Uh, just I got a kick out of that. I thought that um, Dan and and Nick did a great job with that. Yeah, the idea of uh, Pep Dantor uh, kind of giving Jacksamar a checkered history as an Imperial Revenue Officer uh, was actually born out of the dice rolls. Um, Jacksamar had rolled poorly on his deception, and so I just kind of hung on to what he had said relatively recently uh, as, you know, oh, how do you think I can afford this place? To imply that maybe, uh, maybe that sentence was the thing that kind of tipped cop off that something was a little hinky here and it was really fun to watch Dan and Nick kind of explore that later after the uh, after they got out of the facility but after all that hard work we are now prepared for the team to go to this party and enact their plan to finally remove Jaco from office so without further ado let's move on in and listen to series 8 episode 8 conflict of interests enjoy I am Jaxamar Sorrell, human Jedi Sentinel. My Padawan training was patrolling the slums of Coruscant, rooting out the vicious gangs and bringing them to justice. With the guidance of Master Lewitt Rensmer, I learned to rely on my cunning to solve problems, passing my trials defusing a hostage crisis the day the Clone Wars began. At the height of the war, I was called to the front lines alongside my oldest friend Dudo and his Padawan Elkiri. The idea of the Jedi as generals never sat well with me, and my greater fears were realized when the clones turned on us, and Dudo sacrificed himself so we could survive. His final wish was for me to take up the task of training Elkiri. With the destruction of the Order, it falls to me to ensure the Jedi live on through her. Though my training left me a capable warrior, I've had to quickly adjust in a galaxy where a lightsaber is a beacon for the Empire's most dangerous assassins. Thankfully, we found allies in the former Republic pilot Tan Mobuk and her droid Oko. She saved us after the Empire rose to power, and her ship, the Exipiter, has been home for the last three years. The galaxy may be shrouded in darkness, but I believe the Force will guide us to a better future. The name's Mobuk, Lieutenant Tan Mobuk of the Galactic Republic Navy. Well, that's who I used to be anyway. Before all this happened, I was a slave, nearly died trying to fight my way out. And when the opportunity to join the Navy presented itself, you bet your ass I jumped like hell. Spent most of the Clone Wars chasing pirates. Found my bird, the Exhibitor, there, in fact. The up-and-ups let me keep her despite her, uh, modifications. And Oko, too. Others might just see a droid, but I know there's more under their shiny metal shell. Now, now we're just trying to survive. With Sorel and Elkiri on board, the Exhibitor will always have a target on her back. It'd have been a hell of a lot safer for us to run and hide. But safe never really was my MO. We've done some good helping out with the Hydean Underground. One day, though, I'm going to give the Empire a kick straight in the teeth for what they've done. To me, to Sorel, to Alkiri and Oko, and all the others they've crushed under their heel. They've won their war, but I've just started mine. Personal identification number 0K0, at your service. Master Tan refers to me as Oko. You may as well, there isn't much time. Please lean back, this will take your mind off the pain. I am told my past has been 
eventful for a droid. I was captured by roving pirates shortly after the start of the Clone Wars. They modified and reprogrammed me to accompany them on raids. My surgical laser was greatly enhanced for combat utility, and I was trained in the manufacture of stimulants and toxins. Please drink this. I witnessed many gruesome sights, but also interacted with all manner of organic life, occasionally even in a non-lethal capacity. Your species is particularly fascinating. So much blood. Upon my recovery, Master Tan allowed me to retain my memory. My years with the brigands, while regrettable, had instilled in me an appreciation for freedom and autonomy, ideals shared by Master Tan. My unusual modifications, coupled with her impressive piloting abilities, served us well as a Republic emergency extraction team until the clones turned on us and our three Jedi companions. As runners in the Hydean underground, we do what we can to hide good people from the Empire, but nowhere is safe now. Good news, there is a 38% chance that your injuries are non-fatal. Best of luck. I am Elkiri Kanti, Padawan learner. The Force has always been with me, even in the most trying of times, and I am continually surprised by the way the Force guides us all. That it saw fit to match me with Master Jaxamar Sorrel, Sentinel, and perhaps the last Jedi Knight. Just like my late master, Duto Noem, Jaxamar and I are an unlikely pair. I've always been more inclined to talk than to fight, and he has always been the other way around. After we escaped, we turned to Rishala, an old friend of mine from early in the Clone Wars. She helped us hide from the Empire when we were in need, and now, along with her, we've formed the Hydean Underground to help save those who are under the thumb of, or worse, enslaved by the Empire. There's no war that can be waged against the Empire. The best we can do is to save those we can and avoid any engagement with the Empire's forces. I must admit, I can sense the apprehension grow in me as we approach every new rescue for the Hydean Underground. But with Master Sorrel, Tan, and Oko working beside me, and the Force with us, the Empire will never know we're coming. The last time we left our heroes, they had been attempting to secure the liberation of the planet-wide enslaved race of the Tosh, on the planet Tarvo. The political abolitionist movement has been growing on Tarvo, and the team has been working to try and remove the current magistrate of Tarvo, a Tar by the name of Jaco, so that the abolitionist leader Moshana can take his place. In order to do so, they've been working alongside a member of the now dismantled Hydean underground, Shamash Bell, and they've focused their efforts on turning the remaining two Justicars that are in favor of Jayco to their side. They've successfully driven a rift between Justicar Okia and Jayco, and all that remains is to prove Jayco's lack of funds to turn Justicar Viral against him as well. If they are successful, the five Justicars will be able to unanimously vote to remove Magistrate Jayco from office, and then uh, they will decide amongst themselves who should take up the mantle of Magistrate. All signs point to Justicar Moshana being most likely to receive that honor. 
the four of you find yourselves with Shamash Bell approaching the building that encompasses the Tarvonian Legislative Penthouse. Uh, the penthouse is several of the top levels of the finest hotel on the planet. It is called the Exalted Comfort. The Exalted Comfort has a sleek white exterior designed in arches. Uh, the base of the building is a dome reaching about five stories tall. And coming up from this dome are three narrow arches, each one taller and bent a little wider than the other one before it. As you enter the inside uh, of the Exalted Comfort, the dome seems to house multiple different miniaturized ecosystems encased within glass walls. The glass walls and ceilings of these exhibits don't reach higher than about a story or two tall. And floating above them are multiple circular repulsor pods, not unlike the ones used in the Senate building on Coruscant. Uh, except these ones have glass floors, allowing the users of these pods to observe the ecosystems below them. A web of white corridors separate these exhibits and all converge on a circular desk in the center of the dome. Here is where guests seem to be checking in and out, uh, and also seems to be where people can access a bank of repulsor pods uh, to either tour the dome they're currently in or float up to the turbo lift access panels uh, above uh, that are built into the tops of the dome. Uh, the lobby itself is currently heavily populated. There's men and women in extravagant clothing of all different races moving to the front desk, floating their way up to the turbo lifts, or uh, drinking and floating around and pointing at the different ecosystems as they go by. Uh, you guys are walking by. On your left, there is a, a rolling uh, desert scene, and to your right, uh, there is a frozen tundra. Uh, you see a wampa po poke its head out from one of the caves uh, and like uh, seem to like smell in your direction and then duck back under uh, duck back into the shadows. Shamash is leading the four of you up to uh, the front desk. He uh, presents his invitation. Uh, you're all ushered over to a repulsor pod, um, which Shamash takes control of, and uh, it raises up and starts heading towards one of the uh, uh, turbo lift platforms. And he looks to you and he goes, all right, good luck to all of you. For appearance's sake, perhaps I go up first and then you take the next lift. Of course. He uh, steps into the lift and it closes behind him and he disappears from sight. And the four of you are left alone for a few seconds before one of the other lifts opens up. So we get on the lift, and I imagine it takes us up to the top floor? So the lift allows you to watch as the city falls below you. And then when it gets to the top of the, uh, the upper levels, it opens with a burst of light, music, and revelry. There's red carpets that line the floor, and pristine white furniture seems to be built out of the walls and floor. There's several bars... Uh, Tosh waiters and waitresses carrying around drinks and hors d'oeuvres for everybody. Uh, there's uh, tables. You see some uh, some gambling. There's a uh, dance floor. It's just everything imaginable in this in this party is going on. And uh, while it is uh, while it is lively, it is also quite classy. Um, I suppose I will break off from the group and start mingling. Yeah, as soon as you uh, take a few steps in, a Tosh presents a tray of drinks to you. I take one. And then uh, the Tosh uh, gives you the smallest of bows before disappearing completely. Do we see Shamash anywhere? 
Uh, yeah, he's not too hard to, to spot. He's uh, talking to a couple tar. Um, he's moved over uh, nearby one of the bars. Uh, I'm going to commit a force die to activate the upgrade for the seek force power, okay. which upgrades all of my perception and vigilance checks. Sure. Just getting a general lay of the land, you do see all of the players you are aware of. Uh, there is Magistrate Jaco down a ways, uh, pretty far from you guys. He's talking to a couple guests. Uh, the tar woman you've come to know as Justicar Moshana is is present, uh, speaking with Justicar's Ganty and Suma off to the side uh, before like kind of breaking and making a uh, conversation with other guests. You see Justicar Viral speaking with a human with white hair and a scar over one eye. They seem to be like very much enjoying each other's company and like and uh, talking to each other in a lively sense. You do see the woman known as Karena Val, uh, who is a human and is uh, seems to be there on uh, ceremony only. She doesn't. She's not really talking to that many people. She's just kind of like drinking a drink at the bar, standing kind of stiffly as if like waiting out a clock. And you do indeed see amongst the crowd at one of the gambling tables, uh, Agent Rafe Andromius of the Imperial Intelligence Agency. Justicar Okia uh, will find you pretty quickly, Elkiri. Um, but before she does, you see she's off in the distance and she's like finishing up conversations with with some people. She makes eye contact with you and like gives you some subtle gesture, like that she acknowledges your presence and is excited to see you. But she's finishing up conversation. It seems like, and your comm link does ring, and the voice of Pep Dantor rings out from it. Sorry to be so late with my report. Ah, I can hear you are already at the event. Yes, actually. We just arrived. It was quite easy for me to gather some information on uh, Justicar Moshana. This man, Shamash Bell, I have a little bit less on. Uh, what is it you wanted to know about Moshana? I have quite a few notes here, and uh, uh, I'd like to get to the heart of what you're most interested in. I think I was most interested in whether she is as she presents herself to be. A staunch leader of the abolitionist movement? Yes, no skeletons in that closet. As far as I can tell, it is her life's work. She publicly seems to despise this Shamash Bell fellow, but I did find a couple crumbs here and there that would indicate that they might be working in league together. Is that what you're worried about? A little bit. Most of what I know about Shamash is, is his public appearance. He seems to be currying favor with Magistrate Jaco to the best of his abilities. He, he's an investor from the, from the colonies who uh, is interested in getting his hand on Jaco's product. It all seems to check out, but it doesn't quite hold enough water for me to say it's entirely legitimate, especially given the fact that he does seem to be in league with Moshana in some way, which confuses me to a point because everything about Moshana checks out from what I can tell. Uh, she's been working quite heavily to keep the momentum of the abolitionist party growing, and she has wide public support, as well as the support of most of the other Justicars. Thank you so much, Pep. I know uh, I interrupted your vacation, so I'll try not to do that again. I would appreciate it, if I'm being honest. Perhaps one day we'll have a social occasion. Ah, while I do adore you, uh, Elkiri, I do, like I said before, prefer to keep you far away. Of course. Good luck with your caper. Thank you. Okay, so that didn't really turn up much. It confirmed what we suspected, so I don't feel the need to rush over and say anything to my compatriots. Okay. 
Justicar Okia does uh, manage to remove herself from her conversation, and she comes over to you, uh, gives you the traditional Tarvonian greeting, and uh, says, Can you believe that Jaco still invited Andromias after all that? An egregious insult. He doesn't respect you. He doesn't respect your office. You might as well not even be called Justicar to him. She lets out like a, a sigh of, of frustration. He goes, Ayla, I feel like I, I feel a kindred spirit in you. I, I do feel as though there's something you should know. Magistrate Jaco has been, uh, has been trying to secure my favor for some time. He has quite a bit of opposition amongst the other Justicars. But the problem is I've made more than a few unfortunate business decisions and, and my personal uh, wealth is below the standards of what befits a Justicar, and Jayco has been helping me with that to some degree, though now I'm starting to see that it's more of a ploy to keep me under his thumb than anything else. And then she, like, sits down and goes, I just don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, if If I take action against him, then I'm going to be just above a pauper. Uh, I'll sit down next to her and and take her hands and I'll be like, well, I'm so glad that you told me because I have some news that I didn't want to tell you. Magistrate Jaco is almost bereft of any funds. What? You must be mistaken. He runs the most successful business on all of Tarvo. That's how he secured the office of magistrate. Apparently, he's been embezzling to pay people, I assume like yourself, to support him. People? Who else? Well, rumor has it, it's... Oh, shoot. What's the name? <sighs> Justicar Varel? Is that, is that one? Justicar Varel? Yes. Oh, he's one of the most penny-pinching businessmen on Tarvo. He runs most of the expedition companies, you see. Oh. Uh, the, the companies who bring guests such as yourself out into the wilderness to... For to some s- excitement. Exactly. Mm. And he runs a, a pretty tight, uh, tight business, and he's always looking for an angle. I'm not surprised to hear that, that he's been accepting payments from Jayco. Uh, it doesn't take much to buy his loyalty, I'm sure. Well, how about we go have a word with him? <laughs> I am by your side whatever you decide to do. Uh, she stands up, takes your, takes your arm, uh, in hers and, uh, leads you briskly, uh, across the party towards where Viral is talking with this, uh, large, uh, kind of gruff looking, uh, human. Uh, meanwhile, Tan, Jaxamar and Oko, what are you guys getting into? I search for a terminal access point, uh, ideally somewhat hidden from view to try to, Access a floor plan. Uh, well, you you have a relatively accurate floor plan from your uh, from Jaxamar and Shamash really walking over what they know or what Shamash knows about the area. You know that these turbo lifts uh, do uh, with the proper access code lead up to where um, the magistrate lives at the pinnacle of the archway, and you have a pretty good lay of like this floor. Um, also. Um, you know that uh, there are Tosh security personnel somewhere around here, um, but it's hard to tell. Maybe they're hiding in, in like servants' clothes, or maybe they're just in another room nearby. But uh, you know that this party, or that, or according to Shamash, this party will be heavily uh, guarded by 
uh, Tarvonian security. And some of them uh, are in uniform, but most of them seem to be there as like figureheads for the, the fundraiser, since this is a fundraiser for the Tarvonian Security Bureau. I am looking for an opportunity for the three of us to slip away onto those turbolifts or to create an opportunity for Oko to acquire the codes we need to reach the magistrate's residence. There's two real options for that. One is that the magistrate probably has his access card on him. Uh, Another is that if you are able to avoid the gaze of, um, of any of the security guards or any of the guests, you might be able to slice into the elevator to get up uh, to the magistrate's quarters. Or uh, if you were able to find out where the security personnel are, you might be able to get an all-purpose access card from, from them if you're able to find like the head of security or, or one of the heads of security. Uh, regardless of what plan we choose, I would like to keep an eye out and try and identify the security guards here. Yeah, uh, so you can roll either vigilance or perception, taking into account your enhanced awareness because of your seek power that you currently have activated. What's the difficulty? Uh, it will be a hard check opposed uh, with two challenge dice. I will uh, also keep an eye out. Okay, uh, so it will be a teamwork test between the two of you. Uh, so I believe that gives you a boost, Jaxamar. One success. So uh, you guys are looking around... Um, Tan, you manage to scope out one of the guards that is in server's attire. He's kind of stationed nearby the bar. He's not like ferrying drinks around, but at one point he does uh, take a tray from one of the other Tosh to like hand it to the bartender. And when he does, you get like, you don't see his blaster, but you see like the holster of his blaster, like brush up against the clothing he's wearing um, so that you are aware that he is armed and probably a security guard of some kind. You point that out to Jaxamar and Jaxamar, you watch that guy for a little bit and you see him making eye contact with a couple other people. And then uh, in doing so, you see one of the other Tosh in the room who is walking around, not holding a tray, but in servant's attire, kind of walking around as if to be available for anyone uh, to speak to, does uh, eventually go through a doorway uh, uh, into a hallway nearby, which you assume is probably where most of the security personnel are. And watching that door, you do see them occasionally come out and and go back. I would like to access my databanks of alien physiology to learn about the frequency and duration of tar bodily functions. Sure, that'll be an easy xenology zene- uh, check. <laughs> Three successes, one advantage, and a triumph. <laughs> you know a lot about uh, tar biology. Uh, you looked it up the moment you knew that you were heading to Tarvo, and so you just accessed that data. Uh, you have a pretty a pretty decent uh, list of bodily functions and how they how they work. I am attempting to learn of a time and reason when Jaco may be alone. Oh, sure. Yeah, you can definitely discern that. You, <laughs> you like, get kind of nearby him while they're, like, scoping out the guards. You're floating around. You know, no one really minds the droid too much. You get pretty close to where, uh, where the magistrate is uh, talking to some guests, shaking some hands, uh, and you, like, look at the dilations of his pupils <laughs> and uh, watch as he, like, hands off a drink uh, 
and grabs another and you're like thinking, okay, that's probably his like second drink. Maybe he's probably going to have to go here soon. And you can give a, uh, make a pretty accurate estimate on when he's going to go to the bathroom. And, uh, it's, and that's, that's just what you get with the success and like an advantage. Is there anything you can think of for this triumph? I would like to suggest that their functions take at least a few minutes to complete. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure, sure. They, uh, uh, without getting into too much detail, regardless of if he is getting rid of fluids or solids, uh, his robes will be somewhat difficult for him to, uh, to utilize the facilities in a short period of time. Absolutely. Master Sorrell, if it's helpful, I have an idea of when Magistrate Jaco may be alone in the next 36 minutes. Okay. Fill me in. The refresher. Okay. <laughs> I've been scanning his bodily functions. And I predict he will make make use of it in 35 minutes. I thought it may be an appropriate time to obtain his clearance codes. That's a good idea. Okay. (laughs) I will be in position to capitalize. Uh, Sorrel, you're great at distraction and deception. I'm pretty good at sneaking into places. I think that you'd be better off making sure that no one notices and I'm happy to get the card. Sure. Meanwhile, uh, Elkiri, mm-hmm. Okia brings you up to Varal, uh, who is finishing, a, a, or finishing laughing at a joke of this uh, humans. Uh, and Varal, uh, who is a little taller than, than most tar, but still mostly just like average human height, uh, turns his, uh, his black eyes to you and um, and Okia, and uh, he goes, Okia, who is, uh, who is this lovely vision? Uh, Justicar Varal, at your service. And he reaches out a hand. Representative Ayla Fess. Uh, he takes your hand and kisses it. And the, and the human speaks up, Captain Monechi Pern. And uh, he reaches out to shake your hand. I shake it. It's a, it's a, firm, uh, a firm grip. He shakes your hand, and then uh, Varal says to Okia, uh, the captain is uh, is quite interested in Jaco's newest edict. Oh, then uh, we have something in common. Uh, and he grins. You see, he's got like one gold tooth, and he he goes, "You're the competition, then." I think there's probably enough to go around. <laughs> Okia looks at you a little confused at that. I wink at her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he goes, I was, uh, I was just telling, um, Viral here that I should up my title to, uh, to Commodore Pern, not Captain, uh, Captain Pern. Uh, I have many ships in my personal fleet and I think just a few extra hands on, uh, on some of the more menial stations would be just the thing we need to, uh, to really get our operation up and running. Up and running? Well, it's been a little hard with the 77th Task Force out there. Uh, the Empire knows no limit. I've only heard rumors, but I, I can sympathize. Uh, and Veral goes, Captain Pern's fleet of ships, if you can call it that, uh, specializes in procuring hard-to-find objects, often from poorly defended Imperial convoys. Well, that sounds like quite a task indeed. It's a fun living, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I've heard that living on the edge can be quite thrilling. Well, the edge is getting pushed further and further out by the Empire. Mm. I 
there's only so many bastions of uh, of true independence left in the galaxy, like Tarvo. And Okia goes, that's funny. That's actually what we came over to talk about. I let her go on. She does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, over uh, over with the rest of you, you're kind of s- scoping out the refresher, basically, getting getting keeping eyes on it. And trying to see what would be the best opportunity for a distraction. Okay. And I will position myself close to it, but not, you know, uh, su- suspiciously. Uh, you guys can collectively or individually roll hard opposed perception or vigilance checks with this time three challenge dice. I will spend a destiny point to upgrade this check. Okay. So the net is one threat, no successes, and two triumphs. So you're trying to like keep an eye on um, on the magistrate and on the refresher and then uh, your your eyes like kind of wander a little bit as you see Rafe Andromius uh, w- like cross your li- line of vision, um, and you swear for a second he's watching you, and so that distracts you, uh, and um, you begin trying to like watch him and like through the corner of your eyes, and you start to get the feeling like he's watching you through the corner of his eyes, and so like you kind of like signal to Tan that Andromius might be watching you, and so now you and Tan are both distracted and uh, trying to keep an eye, uh, like, trying to not look suspicious, but also, like, discern exactly what Andromius is doing. And because both of you are are working together on that, Tan, you see uh, Andromius uh, go up and start talking with Justicar Moshana, who is, uh, you know, politely uh, responding to his questions and talking to him. And then uh, he, you know, bids her adieu, and uh, they go to do the Tarvonian greeting and goodbye where they kind of kiss each other on on the cheeks uh and you notice as he drops something in her drink and then uh he moves back and goes towards the turbo lifts i will get on my comm link uh to oko and say oko uh i need you to intercept justicar moshana's drink asap right away uh he he starts hovering through the crowd towards uh moshana um Oko, you see uh, as she uh, waves to somebody from across the room, says something to a Tosh nearby her, um, who nods and like goes walking off, um, and then she's getting ready to take a sip from her drink. What do you do? Seeing her about to drink, I deploy my spray plaster cast, <laughs> spinning around wildly as if it was her malfunction. <laughs> <laughs> and you spray it over her drink? Uh, if I'm close enough, yes. Otherwise, just something that people would have to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you uh, you spin around and spray. Uh, a, a bit of it actually does get on her, and she stumbles back. And you're able to stop her from taking her drink long enough to like close the gap and get next to her. Do you do anything else? or Still spinning wildly, I will attempt to smash the glass with my arm. Uh, yeah, she's not. she's more startled by the, like, Spray, uh, spray of uh, adhesive on uh, on her dress, uh, and everyone else is like shouting. And uh, Elkiri, you you see this? Oh no! Uh, and uh, Jacksonmar, you didn't see the drink get spiked, but you noticed that something was up. And then and then all of a sudden, like Oko just beelined for her and zipped around. And you see, at, and you are watching as uh, 
the turbo lift closes on on Rafe. And with your other triumph, you notice Shamash Bell making his way towards the turbo lift uh, in quite a hurry, as if to try and catch up with Rafe. My apologies, Justicar. The altitude is affecting my circuits. She stumbles back like uh, a couple of the people who you've identified as security guards begin moving in and she uh, gestures to them, kind of like fanning them away. And uh, are you injured? And um, those of you who have been like kind of watching the scene, you notice one of them seems to give the order to stand down. So you have identified at least one of the heads of security. Is it still a pretty chaotic scene? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, so Jessica Moshana got a bunch of adhesive sprayed on, like, the hem of her dress, but there was a good six feet of spinning and spraying that caught a bunch of people. Um, addressing your, your comments, Oko, uh, the, the Jessica goes, no, no, I'm, I'm fine, really. Don't, don't mind the drink or the dress. Uh, uh, are you okay? Are, do you, where is your owner? Are you malfunctioning? I just slowly hover backwards. (laughs) Uh, As this scene is still in the midst of chaos, um, Bell just booked it after Andromius down the turbo lift. I'm going to make a play for the security guard's access. Okay. Uh, And I go attempt to drunkenly bump into the head of security amidst the chaos. I'll grab a drink off a tray and start stumbling and sort of stumble into the, what's going on here? Droid's got problems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so go ahead and roll an average skullduggery check um, as you drunken, uh, fake drunkenly bump into the security guard who's telling his men to stand down uh, to lift his uh, access card. I'm going to flip a destiny point to upgrade this check. Two successes and two advantage. Sweet. Uh, you do it and no one seems to notice. Uh, not just the guard, but none of the like none of the people around notice. You just bump into him, slide and he and he's like, Oh, excuse me, sir. Uh, Tan, you see as the turbo lift closes on Shamash Bell, um, after Jax kind of points it out to you. You see Jax bumping into the security guard, you see uh Oko pull like pulling away from Justicar Moshana, uh, and you notice that Magistrate Jaco is not present, and you look over to the bathroom, and you see two security guards who were previously positioned outside that bathroom moving to the chaos of Oko's scene, trying to get the lay of the land. And so you realize you have a choice here. You can either go after Shamash Bell or go into the refresher that the magistrate's in, unobserved and and suddenly you feel the weight of the neurotoxin in your pocket that oko gave you previously what do you do i will look over at the elevators uh and then look at sorel stumbling away from the guard and i will head into the bathroom okay you open the door to the refresher you walk in you see uh uh, something akin to like a coat rack where so uh where like the outer robes of the Justicar are hanging uh and inside um inside a, a refresher stall uh uh you hear a voice call out yes is there something going on out there uh i will line myself carefully up with the stall so that i'm to the side of it and not easily seen when the door opens okay and then I will uh, call out towards the door. Magistrate Jaco, we need you to evacuate. There's like a shuffling sound from inside the stall. And he goes, what? 
who who are you? Who's out there? And uh, he's going to open up the the stall door and step out. And you're trying to ambush him, right? With uh, the neurotoxin. Cool. It will be an opposed uh, stealth check. Uh, it'll be hard with one challenge die, and I will flip a destiny point to make that two challenge die. Two successes and one advantage. So you jab him with the needle. He lets out a stifled cry and stumbles uh, away from you, looking at you confused. Uh, and then his body like seems to move more stiffly. And then he clutches at his heart and reaches out to you and tries to like grasp at you. You step, you take like just one step back, and he gets a uh, hold of like the bottom of your jacket uh, as he slides down to the ground and then releases. Uh, and you like kind of kick off his hand, and it falls down uh, onto the floor, and he appears to be dead. I will glance at him for another second, and then I'm gonna book it back out and um, search his outer robes for his access card. Uh, yeah, you find it easily enough. All right. Uh, I will grab it and head out towards the turbo lift. Uh, Oko, you're backing up, and uh, Justicar Moshana like, takes a couple steps towards you and goes, uh, is, is this anyone's droid? Uh, anyone? Uh, this droid seems to be malfunctioning. It's, it hasn't harmed anyone, but I think it needs to be uh, removed from the building for, uh, for safety sakes, or at least had its diagnostics run. Anyone, whose droid is this? You're not in trouble. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, droid. Where you at, droid? (laughs) (laughs) She turns to the drunken stupor of a human that is... uh... Master Rin. (laughs) Oh, come here. Oh, come here. I gotta tell you something. Oh, come here. I come there. (laughs) Moshana walks with you there, kind of like guiding to make sure you're not going to like spin out of control and spray everyone. Everyone, everyone, please uh, return to your drinks. Those of you with with, uh, damaged clothing, uh, talk to the receptionist downstairs. We we can have uh, new clothes brought for you. Please enjoy the rest of the evening. Uh, And he, she goes, "Uh, sir, sir, here, how about I escort you and your droid somewhere a little, a little more private? Yeah, that sounds good. I had, I had too much to drink. Uh, very, this is very strong. Very strong. Oko, come here. <laughs> two, two of the Tosh come up uh, and kind of like, they don't manhandle you, uh, but they look to her and she nods and they do put their hands on you and start like guiding you. Soft hands. <laughs> into, into another room. Uh, and she goes, uh, please, please, I'd like a word alone with, with these two. Uh, I'll, I'll be fine, I promise. And they go, as you wish, just a car. And they walk out and the door shuts behind them. And she turns to you guys and goes, what's going on? I begin analyzing the liquid on my hand. Uh, go ahead and roll um, a medicine check. Uh, it'll be an average medicine check. Five successes and one advantage. Uh, this is definitely a synthetic neurotoxin. Uh, high concentration, way more deadly than the neuroparalytic that you uh, gave to Tan in a concentrated lethal dose. Apologies for the spectacle, Justicar. Someone was attempting to poison you. She looks a little shocked at the two of you and goes, Who? Rafe? Master Tan, come in. You are in the elevator right now, uh, Tan. Yes, Oko? We are with Justicar Moshana. Who attempted to poison her? Yes, it, it was Wraith. Uh, I'm, I'm heading down. I'm following them now. Um, I got the magistrate's key card from his robes. Uh, Sorel, are, are you on the way? Not at present. <laughs> We're currently with... Just a car, Moshana. You are on speaker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll try to stick to the shadows then um, and keep them in my sights. 
Keep us posted. Apologies for the deception, Justicar. Uh, no, I, I understand uh, the necessities of the, the work you're doing here. She mentioned the key card. Uh, do you need access to, to the magistrate's quarters for some reason? We have evidence that someone, likely Magistrate Jaco, has been embezzling funds from his breeding company. The funds are stored in an off-site device. We suspect he's hiding it in his residence, which would prove without a doubt that he is corrupt. Um, she sits there, like, analyzing that information for a second, and she goes, Okay, there were four of you. Where's the other one? Meanwhile, uh, El Kiri, <laughs> you watched all of that unfold. I am so glad that I decided to sell that droid. <laughs> <laughs> Okia goes, that was the same droid. That droid is due for a scrapping, I think. It's malfunctioning beyond repair. You should, And she turns to Viral and Monechi Pern. You should have seen how it was behaving at lunch. I, I mean, no offense to you, Ayla, of course, but... Uh, uh, it's really time for, for you to invest in, in, uh, in better help. I agree. That's uh, why I'm here. Um, how did the uh, interaction between Viral and Okia go when she confronted him and I watched before, you know, the kerfuffle over there? Oh, yeah. Cliff notes of it is uh, that Okia mentioned the Imperial agent, uh, that Jayco... Um, seemed to be willing to work with. And uh, that set Monechi Pern off because Monechi Pern hates the Empire. <laughs> and uh, you actually, um, uh, as they were like talking about it uh, before the spectacle, you drew attention to Rafe Andromius and you saw him talk to uh, Moshana and then a little bit later the spectacle happened. And uh, as the conversation is like getting back to where it was, you can easily tell that um, Andromius isn't around anymore. Mm -hmm. But as far as like how far along the conversation they went, Viral seemed perturbed by the idea of the Imperials getting involved in Tarvonian affairs, but didn't seem it didn't seem to upset him to the point of breaking his trust with uh, with Jaco. Uh, though Monechi Pern already is like, well, I don't want to work with him. Uh, he, do he doesn't uh, trust anyone who's willing to cooperate with Imperials. But as you were saying earlier, Mr. Pern, I would have to withdraw my support if uh, Magistrate Jaco decided to sell to the Empire. I, it's why I've been, unfortunately for you, uh, angling for an exclusive contract. Of course, we could, if allowed, sublet to you. He says, well, I'd rather do business with someone like you than, uh, than some imperial scum. I agree with that sentiment. But as far as I've heard, that may not come to fruition anyhow. What makes you say that? Well, I've heard uh, that the finances behind the scenes at Jayco Industries is uh, the books are a little off in the negatives. That piques Viral's interest. And, uh, and he begins uh, questioning you about that, um, trying to be like, where'd you hear that from? I mean, it's, he runs the, the largest uh, industry here on Tarvo. Uh, he has a monopoly on breeding facilities here. I, I mean, he's a titan of industry. What, you're going to tell me that, that his finances aren't in order? I, I find that hard to believe, dear. Well, it's funny. I've found that when you reference 
Magistrate Jaco, everyone says the same exact thing, that he's a titan of industry. He owns the exclusive contract on breeding facilities. He's got that grip on society and unfortunately has seems like no oversight. So if the books were to be skimmed, as they call it, who would notice? And Okia says, think about it, Veral. Jayco has been uh, has been investing in some personal projects, she says pointedly, with more fervor than normal, don't you think? And also, his willingness to deal with the Empire, which is the biggest market, uh, proves that he's willing to take on more cash. And someone who's so successful and so entrenched in his or her money state moneyed state wouldn't nece- necessarily need to compromise those morals so much. Isn't that right, Mr. Pern? He goes, I'm but a humble pirate. Uh, but even I know business with the Imperials always goes bad. And uh, I'd have to have my, my back up against a pretty hard wall for me to be able, willing to throw my credits in with them. Uh, you can roll a hard charm or negotiation roll. You can automatically upgrade one of your dice, and you get two boosts. And there's one setback. I ignore the setback. Okay. (laughs) And I add two boosts. Uh, I also downgrade the difficulty of the test. Okay. So Uh, that makes it an average test now. mm -hmm. Three successes and five advantages and a triumph. Uh, So with the triumph, you immediately get the sense from his reaction that Viral no longer needs proof that uh, Jayco uh, has been embezzling funds and is low on funds. Uh, you've thoroughly convinced him, 100%. Uh, and he looks mad. He looks at Monechi, who uh, shrugs at him. <laughs> uh, he looks at, at all of you and he goes, That snake. I appreciate you opening my eyes to, to the magistrate's treachery. Okia. I assume Moshana and Ganti and Suma have begun approaching you about uh, a vote of no confidence for Magistrate Jaco. And she takes a sip of her drink and goes, yes, and I believe you and I have reached the same conclusion. And he goes, let's go find Moshana. Uh, Excuse us, please, uh, Captain Pern, uh, Representative Fess. And uh, Okia turns and smiles at you, uh, Elkiri. Go get him. And uh, they they go walking off to go find Moshana. And uh, you and Monechi Pern are kind of left standing there. I think that calls for a drink. Read my mind. I have to make a quick call. Would you mind getting us a few? Not at all, Representative. Uh, Captain. And he he grins and goes walking over to the... uh, to the bar, uh, where they're just now finishing cleaning up the mess. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't use the hollow com. Instead, I'll, I'll use just the the little handheld com link. I'll step away and maybe out on a balcony. There are balconies. And, you can step on, uh, onto a balcony. And uh, and I'll call Master Jack Smar. Uh, it seems like the vote of no confidence is about to happen. They're looking for just a Carmoshana in case uh, you've seen her since... Oko went crazy? I don't know. Oh, I, I'm here. Uh, Elkiri, is it? Uh, e- yes. A pleasure, I'm sure. Just a car? Well, if they're searching for me, I shouldn't uh, keep them waiting. You do believe there's proof of Jayco's 
financial woes in his office. All evidence points to that. Well, uh, once he loses the title of magistrate, I'll be sure to ask for your guidance in finding the proof that you speak of. It will go a long way to to destabilizing his, uh, his support amongst the less than humane tar um, on this planet. But uh, for now, I do need to round up the Justicars. We need to have an emergency meeting. Of course. Magistrate Jaco is due to be out of the refresher in the next minute or two. If you need him for the vote, uh, no, actually, we can uh, we can do the vote without him, and uh, we inform him after the fact. Uh, please excuse me. And she steps out. Uh, Tan, you've made it to the street now. Uh, it's going to take an opposed hard perception or vigilance check against three challenge dice. I'm going to flip a light side point to upgrade this. I I just got off the lift. Um, I'm going to try and find them now. Do any of you have eyes? Where are you? Uh, I'm headed southeast from the building. Uh, I can try to see something from up here. I'm on the balcony. Sure. Uh, You can take a couple steps to your left, get to the curve of the balcony, and you can actually see Tan down there like a little ant way, way down. Um, You don't know who she's chasing after yet. You're a little little late to the... You don't know what's going on everywhere else. What am I looking for? Rafe or Belle, either of them. They're headed in the same direction. Um, I will look for... A pair of quick-moving individuals, either, like, one after the other or together. Okay, so this can be a teamwork test, then. Okay. Okay, uh, so I will use Elkiri's will and my vigilance. Okay, go for it. That's one success and one threat. Okay, uh, you take a strain uh, as you push your way through the crowd. Um, Elkiri... You see what you see is uh, that helps Tan is that some of the crowd seems to be moving away from one location, one of the one of the lower walkways. Um, they like seem to be moving, and they're moving like in a way that like seems like they they saw something weird down there or whatever, and they're like getting away from a scene. And so you kind of say like maybe down that way, and Tan, you take off that way. Uh, you go rushing, you uh, trip up a little bit, uh, taking the strain as you push your way through the crowd, and you make it down to that lower walkway, and uh, you see a body uh, laying there. I scan really quickly to see if there's any other movement, anyone nearby. Uh, as far as uh, as far as you can tell, no, uh, just this body. Uh, there must have been some kind of like altercation or scene for this walkway to be kind of like abandoned, uh, and then this person seems to have a, a like a smoking blaster wound in their chest. I will flip over the body. Uh, it is indeed uh, and uh, Rafe Andromius. Is he dead? Yes, <laughs> very, <laughs> uh, very, very dead. Jacksamar and. Oko, what are you two doing while they're sussing out the dead body of Agent Andromius? I'm making my way down to the ground level um, and keeping an eye out for Bell. At this point, I'm heading towards the Sanctum to make sure the Exhibitor is secure. Okay. And I relay that over Comlink. Uh, I will, yeah, I will have padded down his body as quickly as I can in whatever time I have um, while I relay that info to the group. Uh, he's got, you know, a cred stick, uh, his comm link, and uh, that's that's really about it as far as, like, useful things he has on him. Okay. Um, I will take the cred stick. Okay. At this point, um, Tan, there is a, a shout from behind you. 
Hey! Uh, and you turn around and you see a couple Tosh uh, in Tarvonian Security Bureau uniforms making their way down towards you. They uh, pull out electrified uh, batons and they go, back away from the body. Uh, I will immediately do so and put my hands up. Uh, I found him. Is What happened? Have you caught the person that did this? One, one steps back to like radio something uh, and then the other two approach you and they go, keep your hands in the air. We're going to cuff you. Uh, I, I have a, a medical droid, but I don't think it will do much good now. I was hoping there was something we could do. There's an ambulance already on the way. Remain calm. And they, they come up to you and one of them turns off his baton and takes your hands to uh, cuff you. Uh, I will throw an elbow at one of them. Okay. And dodge around the other one and run. Is, is like back the way I came the most efficient route or out the other direction? I mean, if you take them all out, probably back the way you came is the quicker route, but uh, depends on how this attack goes. Gotcha. So go ahead and roll a brawl for me. I will spend a destiny point to upgrade the check. Okay. Okay, that is a failure with a triumph. So you try to, you try to elbow the guy, you kind of bump up against him. They like stumble back and like uh, move to like attack you with their batons, uh, and you throw a couple punches towards one of them, uh, and he has to kind of block. Um, but you you hit him a little harder uh, in the elbow, and he spins and almost falls off the ba- the 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 walkway. Uh, and both of the other guards have to like catch him. And in that moment, you have an opportunity to f- ghost before they have a chance to like recover and come after you, and you can get away scot free. I will book it. All right. So you you start running. Uh, where are you running to? I want to head towards the Sanctum Hotel, but not directly. Um, whatever route would give me the most cover from eyesight. Sure. You roll the triumph, so you're gonna you're gonna be able to kind of get there. You'll you'll meet up with Jacksamar, Elkiri, and Oko. You guys are still on the uh, on the party floor, yeah? Yes. At least I am. I went with Jacksamar. Okay, uh, so Elkira, you were the only one on uh, the floor. Um, Monechi Pern has uh, uh, returned with two glasses of Corellian whiskey, and he had handed you the glass, and you turned away from the scene that you saw where you lost sight of Tan as she went down a catwalk, and uh, you turn around, and he hands you the glass, and he goes, now, not to put you on the defensive or anything, but I know a fabricated story when I see one. You're not a representative, are you? There's something else you're working at here. And before you have a chance to respond, there's a scream from the ballroom and a loud commotion. And uh, you hear security guards saying, uh, no one gets out. Lock down the doors. I resist the urge to grab my lightsaber. Uh, and I will turn my attention to whatever is happening in, inside. You go in and you see a large crowd uh, surrounding where the refreshers are. Women and men are, are pulling back away from that crowd. Uh, 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 some of them look very distraught, others confused, many of them panicked. And uh, Tosh security guards have made a line in front of the turbo lift so no one can leave. And um, it doesn't take you too long to get a glimpse at the dead body of Magistrate Jaco. Oh. Um. Look, I don't I don't want to accuse anyone of anything, <laughs> says Monechi. And he goes, that somewhat punctuates my question a little more. <laughs> uh, I'm a fixer. The abolitionist movement hired me to 
peaceably remove the magistrate from office. He looks over there, looks at you, and he goes, It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not, that doesn't look good for you. Mm-hmm. Are you going to, I mean, I don't have anything to hide, but I fear a witch hunt. Well, uh, whenever people with money and power are confined and afraid, I've always found it's uh, a good idea to just kind of sit back and let things work themselves out. May I join you? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and you and him play it cool for a little bit. <laughs> yep. Uh, Jaxamar and Oko, you guys make it back to the um, uh, exhibitor. It is still there. Um, sh- no sign of Shamash or any anyone. Uh, I'll check the room and comlink back that the ship is secure. Uh, Tan, you, you catch up with them. He didn't have anything on him other than a comlink and a cred stick. I, Shamash was nowhere to be found. I, Should the, we return for Master Elkiri? Yes. Yes, the, the ship is secure. Sorrel, the police saw me looking at the body. Maybe you should remain with the Exhibitor, Tan? Yeah, I think that's for the best. I'll warm the engines. Sounds good. Okay. A lot of things happen in the next... 20 to 30 minutes. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm just going to I'm just gonna kind of roll through them all. So playing it cool with Monechi Pern is the right play. <laughs> Accusations are thrown around. People are starting to be questioned. But it's not too much longer before the five Justicars return to the room and realize what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> the body of, of Magistrate Jaco is, is removed. And Justicar... Moshana takes control of the situation pretty immediately. She collects the heads of security, uh, a handful of Toshes, and instructs them to interrogate everyone in the room uh, and clear them to leave. Um, the other Justicars are talking amongst themselves. Moshana is carrying herself with strength and grace, though you are able to see through the veneer a little bit and see like panic and like confusion and some frustration as she as she is handling this affair. It takes some time. Jaxamar and Oko, when you guys return, you see people slowly being let out, uh, and you're actually not allowed in the building. Uh, there's uh, security bureau uh, uh, guards standing watch. And you have communication with Elkiri, so she can tell you what's going on. This process takes a while. Elkiri, you and Monechi Pern are uh, spoken to by one of the guards. If you don't take the lead, Monechi takes the lead. So it's up to you. I'm interested to see what he does. Uh, I'll stand back ready to jump in with a little bit of influence here and there. Sure. Um, Yeah, Monechi immediately starts questioning the guard about his potential investments, uh, being very concerned that he's like, what happens to his business after this? No, 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 no. You don't understand. I had a business deal in the works with this man, and you're going to tell me that I just have to walk away from that? No, you answer my questions. <laughs> and he kind of doesn't let the, the guard get a word in edgewise uh, while constantly berating him and trying to be like, no, you go and ask, find out who's, who's in charge now. I want to make sure that I didn't just lose money today because, because he made himself too many enemies. Uh, and he goes on and on and on. And uh, eventually the Tosh, like, Says so like, all right. Well, I, I think I have everything I need here, and he goes walking off. That was wonderful. He goes when talking uh, with people on Tarvo. Business first always uh, always makes you seem legit. <laughs> well, uh, if you're ever in need of uh, some fixing, here's my calm. 
Uh, he takes down uh, your information, gives you his. <laughs> um, and uh, as you guys are getting ready to leave, uh, uh, Justicar Moshana uh, steps up and goes, um, a word, Ayla? Oh, excuse me. Wonderful to meet you, even despite the circumstances. He uh, looks at you and the Justicar raises his hands and goes, just saying doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Justicar Moshana pulls you into uh, into a separate room. Mm-hmm. And she looks at you. Yes? Can I help you with something? What happened? I was hoping you could tell me. When I enlisted Shamash Bell's help, and he said he brought people from the Hiding Underground in to assist, I didn't think that this is how you people operated. What? No, we don't. So it's just a coincidence then that that Jaco died on the eve of of everything. But we had accomplished our goals. There was no need to kill him. We wouldn't. <sighs> then who? Andromius? Poisoned myself and the magistrate? What is it what, what was he playing at? Or Shamash. Sham Shamash? Or any number of enemies? But Shamash was working with us. Why would he poison him? I, I like don't. you said, we achieved our goals. Regardless of who it was, which enemy Jaco has who poisoned him, the, and whether or not the Empire was behind it, the fact of the matter remains that I am now Magistrate. Congratulations. I'm sorry for the circumstances. It doesn't look good, much like your pirate friend indicated. But you weren't there when it happened. Yes, just because there's not blood directly on my hands uh, doesn't mean I'm going to walk away from this without people suspecting a, a, a deliberate coup. This is exactly what I was trying to avoid. Well, I'm not sure how you want me to help. Well, first of all, I want to speak to all of your associates and Shamash so we can figure out exactly what how this happened. Oh, sure. Yes, I will open up the comm link. Uh, yeah, so you all get this, uh, you all get this call, and, uh, Moshana says, I'd like to speak with all of you. I can let the guards know that you're allowed back into the building. I don't think that's gonna work. What makes you say that? Well, for one, Rafe Andromius is dead. She, like, her eyes get wide, and she actually puts a, a hand on her forehead and goes, How? And you're telling me Shamash didn't answer? He did not. And she pinches her nose a bit and goes, just to satiate my own curiosity, who would you say is at fault for Andromius's death? I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was defense or premeditated, but Bell's the only one. I was chasing both of them. I lost sight of them, and I found Wraith. And you left him there? Were you seen? Yeah, uh, there was a complication, so I don't think uh, I should be heading back towards your building anytime soon. She puts both of her hands on, like, the table in front of her and, like, kind of, like, hunches over it, lets out a sigh and goes, I have to concur with your assessment. You and your team need to lay low, distance yourself from this tragedy, and I will be in communication with you soon. See if you can find Shamash. See if you can figure out what's going on. Of course. Of course. Now go. Magistrate. You say that and like she winces at the at it. Uh, and I will leave. 
Uh, you get to the ground floor. Um, Oko and I are about a block away. Yep. Uh, you exit, uh, escorted by one of the guards, and you are released to Oko and Jacksonmore. Are you injured? No, no, I'm not. Thank you, Oko. We need to find Shamash. I agree. I don't know why he would have killed Magistrate Jaco, but he ran away, and I don't know why. And he's not answering our calls now, so either he's in trouble or he is trouble. And I, I think, Master, that we need to find him as soon as possible. Yes, yes. Do you know where Magistrate Jaco's body was found? Uh, in, in the refresher, actually. I significantly do not respond. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we go back to the ship or somewhere else? No, um, our priority now is Bell. He's extremely capable and extremely dangerous. All evidence points to him as Andromius' killer. I will use the seek force power and think of Bell. Okay. I will flip a light side point to use these two dark side points uh, to activate the seek power. Okay. And locate a general direction on Shamash Bell. You reach out trying to feel through the force where he is and you find yourself kind of bogged down in the frustration that that you know the idea that this that Shamash played you somehow you're not sure why or how but like somehow he still succeeded even though all of you suspected him somehow he managed to do something uh he's obviously uh whatever he's hiding was enough for him to kill Andromius over now he's in the wind and uh you get a little frustrated and you kind of harness that energy to start really seeking him you get a glimpse of him he's sitting in a chair kind of panting he's a, looks a little more disheveled he looks a little disheveled which is a first for him uh in your eyes uh he's got a bloody lip and uh he is handling the controls of some kind of vehicle and your sense is clear enough that you can see he is on the helm of a starship and you can see the hyperspace outside the viewports uh he is he has jumped to hyperspace and is heading somewhere uh we should return to the exhibitor Bell has left Tarvo. Okay. Uh, yeah, you return to the uh, exhibitor and um, reconvene. Is anyone? Uh, does anyone do anything in particular? Are you guys just kind of waiting for Moshana to eventually reach back out to you? I don't think we're staying more than another twelve hours. It's been a very stressful day and a half. I might retire to my room for a little while and meditate or something. Tan will pop by the galley and then uh, head to the cockpit. I will tend to the engines, preparing for our exit. Okay. Uh, so you all kind of wait there tensely for a little while. Tan, did you grab a drink from the galley? Yes, I did. Okay. Bottle, I know you, probably. I know you will. So you have a glass and a bottle, and you're kind of sitting in the cockpit drinking. And um, as you, like, drape your jacket over the back, uh, the pilot's chair, the cred stick you collected from... Andromius drops to the ground and uh, you pick it up and you see like a little light blinking on it. Uh, does it pop open? Does it, like if I investigate it, does it do anything? 
Uh, yeah, when you when you slide it out, it actually is like a it's like a sliver, like a some weird device that's like a sliver slotted into this cred stick. And when you remove it, there's a a small little like hollow display that scans ac- along its edge that says um, device full. Uh, I'll get on the comlink. Hey, uh, Oko, I got something in the cockpit. I need you to take a look at. Certainly, Oko, you hover on into the cockpit. Rafe uh, had this had this on him. This isn't a normal cred stick, is it? It appears not. Have you have you seen this before? Are they tracing us? A quick inspection, without even having to roll, uh, lets you identify this Oko as a recording device. This is a recording device. And that's where we'll end our session. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. This podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, or specifically approved by the Walt Disney Company, Lucasfilm Limited, their subsidiaries, or sister companies, or any Star Wars license holder, and is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Star Wars the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Go to the official Star Wars website, www.starwars.com, for more information. The Edge of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, and Forced in Destiny role-playing games are trademarked properties of Fantasy Flight Games Incorporated. All rights reserved. For more information, go to www.fantasyflightgames.com slash en slash Star Wars RPG.